رادیو رومی Greetings everyone, this is Fatime Keshavars, host of Radio Rumi. It is my pleasure to welcome you back to episode 48. It is wonderful to be back after a break in the month of August, as we all prepared for the academic year, which has just begun. I hope you are all very well, taking care of yourselves and others around you, and are being very, very careful with measures and cautionary steps that we are all taking to make sure that we return to a fully healthy community everywhere. It has occurred to me that maybe over the period of the academic year, I should not do one episode every two weeks and rather settle down for maybe one every month and put a lot of effort into that. I'm mentioning that because I want you to make sure that wherever you're listening to this, you subscribe to these podcasts. Because what this means is that every time there is a new episode, you are going to get an email reminding you. Of course, the subscription is free, but it helps you stay connected with Radio Rumi and I with you all. Well, as I was thinking, as usual, about what is the best way to go about doing this particular episode, I thought we should do something new and different today, walking through a long poem by Rumi. I'm sure I have mentioned this to you before, that even though usually the genre of ghazal in Persian poetry, which is a lyric genre usually focused on love. It's about 12 or 13, at most maybe 14 or 15 lines. Rumi sometimes writes ghazals that are 40 verses long. They are very complex structures. They're almost like a metropolis. You can walk through them hear the people living there, the vibrancy of their thoughts, the images, the nature there, the spirituality, the reverence for the good, the beauty, of course, which is a tremendous tool for poets like Rumi and a lot of other Sufi poets as well. They are all there. And in a very heartwarming way, The metropolis of his poetry is very often sunny. So even if at the beginning you start with some thoughts that seem to be puzzling or 
even semi-sad, you gradually build a sense of connection with the world around you. You're never out there to choose something, to pick something, but you're there to connect with whatever the poem is offering you. So today we are going to go through one of these amazing metropolises of his poetry together. He's there. It's very interesting. I highlight that point because very often people expect that in lyric poetry, the poet is hiding somewhere, is not really very dramatically facing the readers. Not with Rumi. He's always there. He kind of opens the door for you and welcomes you. In this particular case, he orders wine too. Yes, wine. But it is a very special wine and comes with a comment on what it will do. May the gazafe sauriau. May the gazafe sauriau. Tau kam shavat khofu rajau. Gardan bezan andishirau. Ma as kujau. O as kujau. Come, cupbearer. Bring us a lot of wine. Gazafe. Bring extra wine. And give us. So our hopes and fears calm down. Then, gardan bezan andishira. Then, kill the thoughts. Get rid of the thoughts. Of all the inner plotting that we are doing all the time. I'm going to do this first, and then I'm going to take that other step, and then I'm going to be in this third place. Get rid of all of that. پیشار نوشا نوش را از بیخ برکن هوش را آن عیش بیروپوش را از بند هستی برگشا So, instead of the noise of that inner thought always trying to seek solutions to everything, give us an echo of let's have a drink. نوشا نوش means May it be sweet to you. Enjoy your drink. The sound of speaking to each other about the joyfulness of the moment and uproot that intelligence that sees itself as the solution to everything. Instead, bring that joy, that naked, open joy. On Aisha Birupushra, as Bandhasti Bargosha. Bring this joy and open up all the strings that ties it into existence. Free it. In other words, we have come in, we've been offered a lot of wine, and now that our fears and hopes are calming down, we are invited to listen to the sound of joyful words exchanged during drinking. Now he begins to talk to us rather than the cupbearer, who was asked to bring a lot of wine. What does he tell us? Dar majlis maw sar khushaw. Dar majlis maw sar khushaw. Burqe ze chehre bargushaw. Zansan ke avval aw madi. 
He's talking to us. He's also talking to a beloved. It's amazing how his poetic voice could be heard from all directions. He could be speaking as the sea. He could be speaking as a tree. We could be the listener and some indescribable beloved could also be listening with us. And what does he say? When you arrive into this guest house of ours, remove the veil that covers your face. If you notice, there is time and again here reference to nakedness, to opening up, and to removing the veil. Why? Because these are in Rumi's words, references to truthfulness, the courage of being who you are and doing what you honestly say you are doing. So that naked truth is a part of the holiness of the moment. در مجلس ما سرخوشا برغ از چهره برگشا زانسان که اول آمدی and in the second line he says just like you are used to come or rather you were used to come sarkhosh intoxicated and unveil come like that again but a good question is who else is there besides us and that's very important because every move they make speaks to us teaches us something, reveals something, just as we do to them. So here is the others who are there besides us. Diva negon jastebin, as banda hasti rastebin, dar bi deli del bastebin, kin del bovat daume bala. Look around you. Look, see all the mad people who have run away, who have liberated themselves. So it's a kind of holy madness, a sense that you can break the rule. And maybe indeed you should sometimes break the rule. As banda hasti rastebin, they're even free from the strings that attaches them to existence because they are acquiring new kinds of existence. And they don't have a heart. That be Delhi, that is an expression of love. You give your heart, you're in love. But at the same time, they are del baste. They are connected. Again, remember a quality that Rumi is about almost always is connection. Connection with our environment, with the people around us. We are not here to gain things. We are here to connect with others, and together with them, create. Create goodness, frankness, openness, love, poetry, all the stuff of honest self-expression. And an image that here emerges, an idea, is the idea of time. Again, that is an idea that is there in Rumi's poetry, almost always, and in Sufi poetry in general, the idea of time, because time is short as far as he's concerned. Life 
is short and we are given our share of time in our lifetime. We have to do with it what we can. There is no time to lose. زودتر بیا هین دیر شد دل زین ولایت سیر شد مستش کن و بازش رهان زین گفتن زودتر بیا Now this line is very very playful He opens it with the phrase Come, come sooner And obviously he is as we read the rest of the line becomes clear talking to the beloved come sooner it's too late and my heart is no longer attached to this place and he uses the word velayat which usually doesn't have that much of an emotional connotation to it it's a place you maybe were born in or happen to be working in but he wants you to move beyond that. So, زودتر بیاهین دیر شد. دل زین ولایت سیر شد. مستش کن و بازش رهان. زین گفتن زودتر بیا. Come sooner, it's getting late. My heart is no longer attached to this place. Come, give it wine. Make it intoxicated, free it it being my heart, free it from this need to say, come sooner, come sooner. And that, that is that playfulness that I was referring to earlier. He starts with come sooner, and then he says, free me from the need to say, come sooner. In other words, it's a cycle that ends, the circle comes together in one line. And it is really a lot of different circles. Circles of whirling, of dancing. And so we begin in this part of the poem, as we walk through this poetic metropolis that he's put together, we begin to dance too. And we begin to sense this physical and mental liberation that come with rhythm. If you have danced, you know that when you allow yourself to move with the rhythm, then you're free. There is a sense of freedom that is tied to the order of the rhythm. So in that sense, it is not haphazard. It's not just going anywhere or everywhere. But at the same time, there is a deep sense of freedom in it. بخشاز دستم این رسن بربند پای بلحسن پر کن قده را تا که من سر را به نشناسم زپا بیزوغان جانی که او در ماجرا و گفتگو هر لحظه گرمی می کند با بلعلی و بلعلا Open this rope that's wrapped around my wrists, free up my hands, tied on the feet of someone else. No, this is joking, obviously he's laughing. Fill my cup to the point that I cannot tell my head from my foot as I dance. Then 
without thinking who I am talking to and trying to impress every Bol Ali and Bol Allah, everybody who comes my way. Just turn and give myself to the freedom of the stance. نانم مده آبم مده آسایش و خوابم مده ای تشنگی عشق تو صد همچو ما را خونبه ها Don't give me any water Don't give me any bread Don't give me sleep Don't give me rest Let me just feel the thirst for your love because that is worth the lives of a hundred like me. So we have come in. We have had lots of wine. We have opened up our face. We've been ourselves. We started to turn. And now we are tasting the joy of love. And we can, in the poem now, begin to watch the bigger and more overarching movement that happens in the poem. He now takes us to that presence with himself, to the presence of the true giver of joy, telling him or her whatever is your image that comes to you from the poem, امروز مهمان تو هم مست و پریشان تو هم پر شد همه شهرین خبر که امروز عیش است از زلا So it becomes now a public calling to a vast come together celebration and dance امروز مهمان تو هم مست و پریشان تو هم پر شد همه شهرین خبر که امروز عیش است از زلا Today I am your guest I'm in love with you I'm intoxicated restless for you and the news is everywhere everywhere everyone knows that there is this huge gathering Celebration, come in. Till the call has gone out to everyone, come in. What we had started by entering that edifice is now public, is vast, is open to everyone. Time is short, again. The presence is all there is. The danger is that like simple-minded kids, we would fall for some shining toy instead of the real gift waiting for us. Or like simple creatures, animals who go out to feed themselves, which is, of course, their right and they should do, and many of them have great metaphorical meanings for him. But nonetheless, he wants us to be more complex. Harku bejuz حق مشتری جوید نباشد جز خری در سبزه این گوخن همچون خران جوید چرا Whoever seeks anything but the truth supreme 
it's very much like a donkey who has come out and is seeking some green to graze. But hopefully, we'll go beyond that. Midon ke sabze gu khan gande konad rishod dahan ziraz khazraoye daman farmo duri Mustafa. And then he quotes a saying of the Prophet that don't seek greenery in the waste place of bathhouses because green can grow there too. But be careful with where you seek your own green. So these are metaphors for things that could break, that could die, that could basically go bad with the passage of time, like a old piece of fruit or like water that isn't moving and is standing in a place or ashes that come out of the, the bathhouse. Don't seek those greens. And then he does something that he likes to do a lot, like look at me, see where I am going. And it's very interesting. It is never like, oh, look how great I am. I've done it. I'm, I'm, I'm this grand leader of yours. He's actually very simple often about it, like a co-dancer. Somebody's dancing with you or walking with you, co-traveler. But then he says, look at me. Do Ramza Khazraw ye daman, do Ramza Hawraw ye chaman, do Ramza Kebrema woman. I'm far away from that kind of greenery of an unclean place where water from the bathhouse goes. I wouldn't fall for the beauty that is empty and I am free from the pride of I and we and I'm intoxicated with the divine wine. And before we think, okay, maybe you're special, what about us? What if we are not like you? What if we do not deserve it? What if we do not know how to do this? No worries, he says. This is how it happened to me. And it can happen to you. As del khiaul del bari, برکرد ناگاهان سری ماننده ماو از افق ماننده گل از گیاه From my heart rose the thought of a beloved just like the moon emerging on the horizon or like a flower that shows against the greenery in the meadows جمله خیالات جهان پیش خیال او دوان مانند آهن پاره ها در جذبه آهن ربا All the images of the world were running after this one image this moon that had risen over the horizon they were like pieces of iron pulled to this great magnet. بود لعل ها پیشش هجر شیران به پیشش گور خر 
شمشیرها پیش از سپر خورشید پیشش ذره ها This image was so beautiful that even rubies looked like pieces of stone in comparison to it. Lions looked timid and frightened like a zebra compared to it. Swords couldn't cut anymore. And the sun, with all his might and glory, looked like a speck of dust that gets attracted to the sun. Now he is really getting dramatic. This is Rumi's moment. The city is totally spiritual now, like a sanctuary. Why? Because the glow that comes from it gives us the safety and attracts us there. And what does he do? He invites a prophet inside. With the glory of the experience of that prophet, in this case Moses and Mount Sinai. Oh, lam chukuhatur should harzarei pornur should manand Musa ruham uftaud bihush as lagal. And he does something beautiful here. He gives us an image of Moses, which is Quranic, so we get it from the Quran. But it's about the glory of the experience of Moses as he faced God. Olam chuku hetur shod har zarei pornur shod manand Musa ruham uftaud bihush as lagal har hastei dar vasl khod. در وصل اصل اصل خود خنبک زنان برنیستی دستک زنان اندر نما The world brightened up like Mount Sinai filled with light Our soul was like Moses totally flabbergasted with this encounter with the divine The beauty of Laga of actual encounter which according to the Qur'an happened to Moses. And it's interesting that it's not just the experience of Moses. Each part of existence had its own union. Flowers had their own. Animals had their own. The air, the dust particles had their own union. هر هستی در وصل خود در وصل اصل اصل خود خنبک زنان بر نیستی دستک زنان اندر نما Every existence experiences its own union with the origin of the origin of their own existence what was at the core of their own being now pay attention to the fact that in fact, what they get united with comes from the asle asle khod, the deepest inner source of their own self within them, laughing at non-existence, clapping hands, and dancing and enjoying the union. Sarsabz o khosh har tarayi, na'r zanan har zarayi, kassabro Every blade of grass was joyous and green. 
every particle of existence was singing at the top of its voice. What did they say? Patience is the key to opening the door. Gratitude is the key to feeling satisfied. And then what happens? At this point, the lover and the beloved exchange their place. He does it so subtly, he doesn't actually say it, but the nightingale is always seeking the rose and calling on the rose, but at this point, rose called on the nightingale. The rose says to the nightingale, I would sacrifice my life for you. You were guarding me. Now you are the king. The beloved is saying to the lover, You were guarding me. Now you are the king. You don't need to praise me. I am now praising you. A total union. Zarat muhtaw jan shode and dar dua naulan shode barghi barishan barzade Mandez heyrat as dua. All those happy and joyous particles are now praying together. But there is such a bright flash of lightning that gives them a total bewilderment that stops them even from praying. In other words, they do not really exist in their old form. And at this point, Rumi switches into Arabic. And as you're reading this Persian, you suddenly run into these last ending verses in Arabic. You know, the verses are definitions of love. So there is nothing new or different from them. But what he's saying is, I am now going into a new code of expression. Prepare yourself for the next round in which you need to do a new set of searching and seeking and dancing and finding. If you want to read this, there are things, new things, that you need to learn. In this case, Arabic. But obviously, that's a metaphor for new ways of expression, doors to new worlds of experience. With this wonderful idea, let me leave you with the amazing images of Mount Sinai, of Moses, of the green blades of grass and the big metropolis that we are temporarily saying goodbye to. Take good care of yourselves. Enjoy this episode of Radio Rumi and let me say goodbye until I talk to you again very soon. Goodbye.